0: You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The installment of Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov/covid19. This message brought to you by Live 365 in this station.
1: What's good, radio family? The Thomas Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just your flavor, starting with on Sundays, the Summer's Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, followed by Cell Life with Michael Ceballos at 4:30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 News. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory over the weights of life with Sister Deanne LeBreen at 6 p.m. Fridays Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturday is our triple hitter and it starts off with Saturday's for best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. And Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice Presents by appointment only coming soon. TPV Radio's open mic open to all pastors, preachers, and artists and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365 24-7 just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network and you're in there. Walk with us family. Let's go! At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsportheadgear.com, and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body and stronger hair, like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank.
0: With Sister Lorianne Brown Right now on TPV Radio
2: The world of music Has been literally transformed because of the person whom I have the privilege of presenting to you. Mr. Stevie Wonder loves the Lord. He loves the church of God in Christ. He loves his pastor. And I'm proud to say that for more than ten years a faithful attendee and supporter and member of West Angeles Church of God in Christ has been Mr. Stevie Wonder. Just three or four months ago, he assisted us and stood with us so that in one night, hundreds of thousands of dollars was raised for our Community Development Corporation. I got a phone call the other day, and Mr. Steve Landmaris, as he was known as a child, indicated, I want to come to my convocation, and I want to sing a song for the Lord. Got up early this morning in New York, rushed trying to catch a 7 o'clock plane, missed it. Rush caught another plane to Atlanta, and now a plane to Memphis, Tennessee. He's tired, he's weary, but he has in his own humble way set through this entire service just to share with you and say that he loves you. I love him with all my heart, and I'm so glad that he's here today. May we just give Mr. Steve Lynn Morris a rousing applause. <laughs> as he comes to sing for us right now.
3: First, I'd like to give all praise and thanks to God for life. It is truly my honor to be here for my bishop, Charles Blake, West Angeles Church of God in Christ. It's great to be a part of this celebration of this day. We celebrate the Lord Jesus Christ. This blessing of life. And I wanted to be here to support all of you here. As we all know, we're living in a time of spiritual warfare. It is not impossible For us to again be the kings and queens today as we were of yesterday. We don't need anyone to say to us how great we are because God already has made us great in His image. I want to sing a song that I have often sang at Los Angeles in the key of A flat. is anybody here?
4: Oh, i
5: that's some good day Had some hills to
4: climb
5: i have had some weary day And so many so many lonely sleep if not But when I Ain't my bad
4: days
5: And I, 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 I Won't go Can hardly see the
4: road. I
5: God <laughs> damn
6: Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, and good afternoon. Today is a great day to be successful on purpose. I'm like Stevie Wonder this afternoon. No matter what I've gone through, no matter what I've been through, no matter what I'm going through, I choose not to complain. It is an awesome day today to be on this side of the dirt. I am happy for the show that we have on today. We will be talking with our book author, embracing the kinks on today. We'll be trying to um, encourage those of you who are not comfortable with the skin that you're in to become comfortable with who you have, uh, who God designed you to be. Uh, today we have, we have special guests and we have an extraordinary guest. <laughs> My special guest is Erica Butler. Erica, would you just say hi to the people today? Erica, did you mute your I'm phone, here. Erica? Okay. Would you say hi to the people today, Erica? Hey, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, darling. And we have an extraordinary guest on the show today. My lovely, my intelligent, my bright, and my beautiful uh, granddaughter is on the show today. Erica is her mom, and Erica is special, but she's not quite as special as my Anaya. Anaya, please say hi to the people, baby. Hello. There she is. Thank you you both very, very much for being on the show on today. Erica has penned the book. Erica and Anaya have collaborated and penned the book Embracing the King. And I am so excited um, uh, that they're here today. And uh, we're going to start by uh, asking Erica to just tell us, Erica, how we can get our hands on this book.
7: Okay, so I published a book on Amazon. Uh, just in the search bar, just put Embracing the Kinks and you will find it.
6: Okay, amen. Uh, Erica, what motivated you to write this book? Uh,
7: well, writing this book was my way to, my way of telling a story that I know many mothers like myself can relate to. I just wanted to share my journey. Um, I also was in, in a place mentally, thinking I needed needed to do something for for me. As a mother, we uh, we constantly giving, so it felt that it was my time to start my dream of being an author.
6: Oh, that is so amazing to me. But you know what? You don't really have to help me understand the kink part because my grandbaby has amazing hair. So how did you come up with that title, Embracing the Kink, when? Your hair is amazing. Your daughter's hair is amazing. So where did you get that that title from? Uh
7: so when you think about natural hair, you think about kinky, coily, curly and so okay. a lot of people um uh like like myself, uh I had time, well I had some time or some issues with myself, but with Okay. Him, but with me just being um who I am and trying to inspire inspire people, uh that's I came up with the name um embracing it because that's what you have to do to love yourself, embrace yourself.
6: oh man, that's you know what my i'm I'm embracing this right now because I just think this is just so amazing that and you know what let me go back, uh, Erica, because there was something else I had wanted to share uh, with our listeners on today. Um, I believe it is time for us to begin to encourage and to love on one another as a people. And um, one of the things that I wanted to use my platform for that God had given me was to promote others, not just to be a self-promoter, but to promote others. And that's what I hear you saying about embracing the kinks, is that you had some issues with uh, uh, self-evaluating self and loving self, and you wanted, as you healed from in that area you wanted to see others come alongside you not just leaving them in the dust and I think that that is an amazing uh, outlook in life I think that is an amazing stand to take in life that you don't want to just be successful and shine but you want to see others be successful and shine I commend you and I applaud you for that on today Thank also you. Erica on a daily on a daily basis just knowing you on a personal level you kind of pretty much a a laid-back person, what prompted you to take this giant step to pin your thoughts?
7: Um, Well, to me, it wasn't a giant step. Um, Usually when I want something, I obtain it. Uh, I set my mind um, to go ahead and write this children's book. It was um, easy. I just um, set short-term goals, and and I reached every one until my book was complete. Okay. You know,
6: I know that, that your mother transitioned and um uh, did did her transition and, and her um void in your life play a role in this, you know, because sometimes Erica it's it's like tragedy seems to push us forward in a more rapid or more aggressive way. Did that have anything to do with your your opinion of the book?
7: Yes, it had a lot yes. to do with it. Um, um uh, when, um, I was just thinking if she was here, would I be in a place mentally in this place mentally that I am now? Because, uh, oh. her, her passing, um, even though I was grown, it pushed me to mm-hmm. really grow up. So wow. I, this was a way, this was a way for me to, um, This was a way for me to uh, heal, right? Yeah, you know, um,
6: you know, Erica, this is this is um, this is really a, a intimate moment for you, and and I sense that. Um, I'm I'm grateful um, I'm grateful for embracing the kings. I'm grateful for you, uh, being my my granddaughter's amazing mom. Uh, just giving you a moment to reflect. Let's go to you, Anaya. Anaya, how has having um coiled hair affected you around your peers of other races because I know a lot of times uh, growing up myself and being around other races that did not understand the kinkiness of our hair, the curliness of our hair, the texture of our hair. I've had little girls my age when I was coming up and many, many moons ago, uh, Anaya, that would say, can I touch your hair? And In my mind, hair is just hair, but in their mind, they knew that there was a difference in it, but I didn't see it. So how has that affected you, Naya, around your peers, having
8: your coiled hair? Well, when I was younger, I always wanted my hair straightened. Every school I went to, I had Mm -hmm. more Caucasian kids than black kids. They would stare and make me feel uncomfortable. They would sometimes Mm -hmm. also want to touch my hair. Oh, Sometimes wow. they made me feel different. Oh.
6: You are such a sweet spirited girl. I just love you. And not just because you're my granddaughter, but I, but that has a big part in it. I just love I love I love you. I want you to know that. Even on the radio, I want you to know I love you. Um and I understand that because when I was a kid, um my hair um uh, was sun bleached. I didn't I didn't even know that was possible. I really didn't know what color my hair was until I got to be um, out of that sun and out of that uh, atmosphere that I was in when I was uh, being raised in Alabama. Uh, I stayed outside and uh, in the atmosphere so much, the sun actually bleached my hair to a tone of 27. And for a long time as a child, I thought that my hair was that color. So that was one of the reasons why other races looked upon me and thought that there was something different about me because of the color of my hair. People of my color... Of my race had to had to tint their hair to get the color that I had, but I spent spent so much time uh, being cro- you know cropping and and doing things in the field that the sun actually tinted my hair to a twenty seven. So I really do understand Anaya, uh, other people not understanding um, who you are and uh, you as a as a little girl. But Anaya, what keeps you focused? Because I, uh, your mom had shared with with us the rest of the family how. How um, uh, you get really, really good grades in school, and you do your work. And uh, when uh, Jaden, your sister, she stayed a few uh, months with me. And when Jaden was with me, she encouraged me a lot, and I felt a need to go to school with her a lot because I wanted to know Anaya what was going on with her at school. I wanted to know what were some of the oppositions and some of the the, the pitfalls that Jaden was uh, enduring in school. And so uh, a lot of days I spent at school where they was calling me grandma. (laughs) They was calling me grandma at her school. But Anaya, what keeps you focused, especially in school, with so much negativity around you? And that was one of the things that I saw in Jaden's school. It was so noisy and the children were so disrespectful and they were doing things they were distracting and I had to I tried to motivate Jaden and to keep Jaden focused uh even in the midst of that and I tried to give Jaden um some better choices to make. I hope I hope I'm not uh uh um, making this situation worse. I hope you're tracking with me Nina. I call her Nina, everybody. But I hope, I hope you're tracking with me. I know Granny knows, and I'm sure your mom knows by now, you have to endure a lot of distractions. What keeps you focused, Anaya?
8: My mom, she helps me with every situation or issue I have. She's there to bring me back to a calm place. It doesn't always work, but I still have my thoughts. But she's there to help me cope. Wow. What
6: an amazing um, answer, uh, Anaya. You know what? That, that kind of saddens me what you said. I'm going to tell you why. Granny's going to tell you why. That kind of saddens me because there are so many other children who have the same issues that you have, baby, but they don't have the mother story to end it. They they can't say, my mom brings me back to the calm place because the mothers are not involved. We A lot of parents send their children to school and then they feel like their job is done. But I'm glad to hear that your mom is is involved with you. It's an ongoing um, a situation moving forward, that she doesn't just put you on that little yellow bus and then that's the end of her, her her day. She can go and now and watch soap, soap operas and do herself, but I'm glad that she's involved. And so to our radio audience, those parents who may be listening, I hope and pray that you heard Anaya's answer, that her mom, and her dad, her dad, they stay involved with her. They, they come to her rescue. They bring her back to a calm place. So when we put our children on those yellow buses, that's not the end of our job. That's not the end of the journey. That just began Anaya's day to get on that bus. So when she has issues at school, her mom is saying, hey, I'm here to assist you. Her dads are saying, hey, what do you need from us? We're here to help you through. Anaya, that's awesome. And know that granny... And Papa it, it keeps you in that, friends, as well. Uh, now, I have another question for you. Uh, now,
8: if you could change anything about you, would you change it? No, I love myself. I am beautiful. Hey Amen. I know you I are. deserve to be here. Amen.
6: You are beautiful, girl. You look just like your granny. Hello, somebody. I'm just saying. Praise God. You are beautiful, Naya. And uh, that's a message also that I hope resounds in the, in the ears of our listeners, especially our young people, to know when you look in the mirror, no matter what flaws you feel like you see, you're perfect in, in God's design. Erica, I gave you a few minutes. Um, I'm going to ask you a question now. Um, you're raising two children in a world that does not accept kinks as a style, does not accept kinks as um a good thing, so to speak. So how will you prepare these two children? Because they're gonna face some rejection. They're gonna have people that don't want them around because of those kinks. How do you prepare those two children, um Erica, for that for that rejection?
7: Well, um I let Naya know that rejection is a part of life, uh we don't always get what we want. But we should but we shouldn't dwell on that. I tell her to push right. through her I tell her to push through her challenges because um what's for her will come. Sometimes rejection right. doesn't sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean no. It could just mean not now. But either <laughs> way, um you're worthy and you're worthy to go after what you want. That's true. Thank you
6: so much for that. Thank you for your positive message um, to your children. Uh, Thank you for being one of the parents that brings uh, resolution to uh, poor, bad situations in this world. Uh, Erica, we're we're facing a lot of prejudice, a lot of hatred, a lot of uh, teen suicide, a lot of drug-addicted young people, and I believe that part of the remedy and part of the answer for those young people who are, are facing those types of situations is people like yourself, people that have made themselves available to these young people to say, hey, I may not have all the answers, but I'm standing, uh, I'm standing next to you. I'm standing with you. I'm embracing you as, as far as who you are. Uh, kinks or not, I'm embracing you. Uh, whatever your situation, you can be bold. I'm, I'm embracing you. I'm standing in the gap with you. I'm holding your hand. And we're going to go forward together. I thank you for that message to these uh, two young people. Um, uh, Pastor Chris, it's time for us to go to a song right now. But when we come back, we'll further um, talk with Erica and Anaya about how to embrace the king. And the thought that I drew from that on this week was loving the skin that I'm in. Pastor Chris?
0: You never heard Christian radio quite like this. like this. Get your fix 24 7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. It's like my mom. Everybody
4: lift
9: your hands. We celebrate the greatness of our God. He's great and he's greatly to be praised.
1: A worship song that says this, our God
9: is awesome. He can move mountains me in the valley,
4: valley.
9: hide me from the rain,
4: rain.
9: come on, our God is awesome, awesome. he heals me when I'm broken,
4: broken.
9: it's strength where I've been been weak. forever he'll reign, come on, say "My my God is awesome, he can move mountains.
4: balance,
9: Hide me from the realm. My,
4: awesome. My God is awesome. He heals me
9: when I'm broken. Me
4: when I'm broken. Strength
9: where I've been weak.
4: I've been
9: weak. Forever, he'll Forever He'll reign. Come on, if you believe it, lift your voice and say. By his stripes, I'm healed. My God is awesome. Today I am forgiven. His grace is why I'm living. Somebody ought to praise his holy name. Come on and testify. You know, he's awesome. Say What's going on, home team? This your boy Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. It's
4: Saturday's buffet with Sister Lorianne
0: Brown
1: right now on
0: TPV Radio.
6: Everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Look, we've been talking to Erica Butler and Anaya, and we've had a wonderful show thus uh, far. I love the uh, answers that my uh, grandbaby has been giving, and her mother as well. But you know what? Um, no I didn't get a chance to ask uh, uh, Anaya to share with the audience her age.
8: Anaya, tell them how old you are. Ten years. didn't hear you. But... Go ahead. 10 years
6: old. Wow. 10 years old. And she, she's uh, already encountered the, the prejudice what? and things that happen uh, in the life of a, of a young person. And um, she didn't get uh, sidetracked by it. She's grown from it. And we're just so happy. Erica, I have a question to ask you um, mm-hmm. Are there other books that that's going to be addressing uh, this S pattern hair coming forth? And it's so. Can you share with us um, what things you're going to be addressing in those books as well?
7: Um, well, it's not, it's not a per se a uh, word book, but I have a um, coloring book that I'm working on now. Um, it will be um, called uh, "Color Me Natural." Um,
4: okay.
7: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
6: Okay, so you'll be doing a coloring book, and the name of that yes. book will be Coloring Me Natural.
4: Uh-huh.
6: Okay, okay, awesome, awesome. I just I just believe, Erica, this is me now, that there are many more books locked up in you, and they'll be uh, coming forth probably one after the other, and I'm looking forward to seeing them come forth. Uh, Erica, coming up, uh, were well, there times uh, your hair became an issue for you? With others who didn't understand the cause that was in your
7: hair? Um, personally, um, not really. Uh, I have uh, associates of um, other races, but the people that I call friends, um, they are they they have the same insight as me. Okay, okay. So, Erica, moving forward.
6: How are you prepared to prep Kyle, that's your son's name, Kyle and Anaya to stand strong in a society that rejects them as gifts? Because I look at, at children as a gift and a heritage from the Lord. And I believe that every child that God put on this earth has the potential to bless, you know, be a blessing to the world. But we have a set of people in this world who don't look at our children as a gift, they look at our children as a threat. So, how will you
7: prepare Kyle and and um Anaya to face this type of society that we live in? I mean, it's hard, challenging and scary, but I like to be honest um uh, with my kids, you know, Kyle doesn't quite understand because he's just four, but uh-huh. when I, when I talk to Naya um about racism, um, she knows she deserves to be here, she knows she's loved, and I'm here to help her. And when I'm not there, um, I build her up so when I'm not here, she'll remember who she is. That's
6: great. That's great. And you know what? That's a great tool and a great weapon to give your children in this type of world that we live in that you deserve to be here. That's a message that I pray that our radio audience uh, get today. Tell your children, parents, you deserve to be here. You deserve uh, all the good that you that comes your way, and uh, you don't deserve to go and take it from anybody. You don't deserve to go and steal it from anybody. But if you work hard, and you get you you do the necessary things, you deserve to be blessed. Thank you, Erica. Erica, for that message. Uh, Erica, I know a child. There's a child that I spoke with personally, who is affected so deeply by a rejection of her skin tone that she told me she wished. She was she was another race. How can you help her? What would you say to that child if she was listening to you today, and you heard her say she's a she's a um, child of color, she's a black girl, and she says I wish I was white. What would you say to her?
7: Hmm. I would tell her, you know, she's perfect. Um, there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, I believe that we're all made in His image. Um, it's a, uh self-love is a journey. Everyone, uh, that everyone has to embrace. I will also let her know daily, as I do my kids. Self-love isn't isn't learned in a day or a week or even a month, mm. but mm. Um, it takes time. And I I will be there okay. to help. her.
6: Anaya, I know that Granny's putting you on the spot, and if you don't have an answer, just say, tell Granny you don't have one, and that'll be fine. But, I like to let young people speak to young people anaya. What would you say to her if if you heard her say she didn't like the race that she was she wanted to be another race? What would you tell her anaya
8: i would, I would tell them to embrace their self themselves and, and and tell them they're perfect in their own way, and they should
6: know. Oh, uh, that's so awesome, Anaya. Anaya, why well, I got
8: your attention. Are you comfortable being you? Yes, I am. Awesome. Awesome.
6: I'm comfortable being your granny. <laughs> Anaya, self confidence is a wonderful gift. Are you a person who goes the extra mile to encourage other people? Like you see girls at school that are complaining? Because I used to be that person. I don't like my legs. My legs are too little. I don't like my hair. My hair is too short. I was one of those people growing up that didn't like myself very much. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence. And I needed somebody around me when I was at school to come alongside me and encourage me right where I was. I, is that the type of person that you are because you're very self-confident? Do you kind of help other people at, the, at your school
8: and around you uh, to have self-confidence as well as well? Yes, if someone was to express that to me, I would help them and be a good friend.
6: You're right. That is being a good friend. Are there any other, um, is there, are there any situations that you found yourself in, Anaya, um, where you'd have to do that with um, some of your friends, where you'd have to, you know, kind of encourage them? Have you had have that
8: situation happen already? Yes, because a lot of my friends don't have a lot of self-love and confidence, so I try to push some self-love and confidence into them.
6: Oh, wow, that is amazing. I thank you for that, uh, Naya. A lot of people uh, have that opportunity, but don't take it upon themselves to to try and help anybody. Some people feel like I got mine and you get yours the best way you know how. But I personally thank you for doing that. Erica, can I ask you? Uh, there are there many parents that are kind of like in a place where they don't know what to do with their children? They're, they're, they're being, um, their children that are being judged because of the skin tones. Can you encourage parents uh, that have really kind of come to that, the end of their road with this thing? They've done everything they know how to do. Their children have, have been damaged by this um, judgment of their skin tone. They, as parents, Uh, was already kind of going from a place of hurt themselves. You know, it's kind of hard to help a person when you already wounded yourself, and they're trying to encourage a child in an area that they need encouragement in. So what would you say to that parent uh, that's standing there needing self-love, but also needing to give self-love? Would you tell them first to secure their own self-love and then try and uh, promote that in their children, or would you tell them to deny themselves and handle the child? What would you tell them?
7: Uh, I would tell them they can do both. Um, okay. For me, for me and my, um, for me and my situation, um, my spirituality and faith uh, helps me through a lot. And so when, when I know that I'm going through something, I always go to my faith because it centers me. Um, I would say you can help somebody uh, each other Um, Mm -hmm. everybody goes through situations or dilemmas but uh, we're here we're still Uh striving we're still striving to um, be better and um, I mean it's it's a journey and Mm -hmm. we just have to keep strong and keep going
6: you know, and, uh, uh, Erica, I, I totally agree with that. Um, there has been situations that uh, I found myself in, and I felt like I didn't have anything to give. But in my giving, you know, my decision to, to go ahead and to pull out to somebody else and to give to them, I found myself made better from doing it. So I agree with mm-hmm. you that if we would just um, sometimes push other people's needs ahead of ours. It benefits us at the end of the day because we feel like at the end of the day our living wasn't in vain and that we did a good thing, and because of us doing good for others, good comes back to us. So I agree with you. Uh, When we have children that are wounded, we have to sometimes lay our lives on the table because their lives are valuable to us, and we want to sustain their lives at any cost, and I thank you for that. Anaya, what advice would you share to others who have uh, the kinks in their hair. And see, everybody don't have the type of hair that you have, Anaya. Some people have uh, really coarse hair. And a lot of times, people that have extra coarse hair are always trying to put in products and different things to change the texture of their hair. Anaya, what would you say to that person that had that really coarse hair, that really didn't like their hair and always felt a need to try and alter what God gave them to look like somebody else, what would you say to them, Anaya?
8: I would say love yourself. Love yourself. And try to (laughs) put some confidence in you. That's good. That is so good, Mama.
6: Love yourself and put some confidence in yourself. Amen. Uh, Erica, who helped you uh, with your uh, self-confidence?
7: Um, my mom. Um, Your mom. My mom. Um, like I said, my faith. Uh, okay. It. Um, yeah. My mom and my face. Your mother and you. And, and yeah. Just, yeah, and just having a, a sense of life of just being here. Um, okay. Yeah.
6: <laughs> and choo- choosing to live. Choosing to live your best life and not just exist. Because a lot of people just kind of exist in this world. And they don't really choose the, the better life. And when you make up your mind that you want to have your best life, then you, you walk towards, I say essentially you walk towards the light. And you get yourself out of out of the dark areas of your life. Erica, we've, we've been honored. We've been honored to have you in a, a Naya on Saturday Buffet today. And uh, I thank you uh, for coming. Um, But another question I want to ask you, uh, being a mother is a challenge because I am a mother. And and being a mother is a challenge. And being the mother of children of color is like added to the challenge because our children face so many challenges uh, that are so unfair to them. Children are not created equal in America, and and we may as well uh, face that and identify that children are not created equal. How do you manage to accomplish this task of mothering um, your children without catching a case? Because I know you're you're adamant about um, protecting your children. I can call you a mother hen uh, with your children. You believe in uh, protecting them. And I know that, that no matter how we protect them, they still face injustices. That occur, and sometimes things just simply go left in their lives. How do you manage that without catching the case, Erica?
7: Um, oh it's this a daily struggle uh, <laughs> right? it It is to like you said, to encourage yourself and encourage others. you know how do you deal, you deal with other people's issues? And you have your own, but I mean, you just you just gotta uh, build them up. Like I said, just constantly build on those doubts of unworthiness. Um, Mm -hmm. Daily affirmations. Um, Mm -hmm. I I love on my kids daily. I tell them I love them daily. I, I hug them daily. I kiss them daily. They know that if someone someone else's opinions doesn't determine their destiny
6: okay you know um that is um uh, that is that is amazing, and a lot of children don't get to uh, a lot of children don't get to um experience that that from from parents and grandparents. And and that's awesome, but um, I want you, if you don't mind, uh, to share. But before you share, I have I have some young people around me. One of the young people, person that's around me, is Brooke, and Brooke is how old are you, Brooke? Brooke is 11 years old, and Brooke is also an amazing young 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 lady with coral hair. I just like Brooke to just to, uh, say hi to the people on the radio today. Just say hi, Brooke.
10: Hi.
6: Very good. Uh, Brooke, um, what's your name, young man? Kingston. Kingston is also with us. We're going to call Kingston a king. And Kingston, how old are you? Nine years old. Kingston, would you just say hi to the people? Hi. Hi. Come here, uh, CJ.
10: CJ, how old are you?
6: Ten? Six. Very good. Come and say hi, uh, CJ. Say it so they can hear you. Hi, I like to I like to encourage young people, and uh, I believe that you have the same uh, mentoring spirit, uh, Erica. In you, uh, I'm I'm trans I'm trans getting out of one thing into another. Um, but when we have young people around us, we want to leave uh, good positive messages with them. So, Erica, as you uh, go forth, I call you, as you go forth in today. Uh, I want you to know that I really appreciate. Are you coming to the show on today, and um, encouraging those who who perhaps didn't feel good about uh, their appearance, making them feel good? Anaya, uh, I thoroughly have enjoyed having you uh, with us. Oh shoot, with us on today, uh, encouraging those that are in your age group that where they are and what they are. It's okay. We don't have to measure up to anybody else. We don't have to. Um, Wait on anybody else to accept us. We're, we need to accept ourselves. But Erica, if you have any, any final thoughts, any final uh, words that you would like to leave, perhaps I didn't ask you about today, but you wish that you would uh, have the opportunity to share, I want to give you the time to do that at this time, to just share any final thoughts that you have uh, with our radio audience
7: um i just want to say that um first i just want to say thank you for allowing, for allowing me to um talk about my book and i thank you for um the exposure but i just want to say um believe in yourself trust yourself and love yourself love on yourself uh, people are givers and but we sometimes forget to give to ourselves, and mm-hmm. in order to give to other people, we must um, work on ourselves. We, you can't pour from an empty cup, so mm-hmm. I just just want to say just just embrace yourself. Love every step of the way, because you deserve it. You are loved. You are needed. You are important, and... Mm-hmm. Just be here. Just be here. Be you. Be your best self.
6: Love it. Love it. I love that. Um, I had to learn that the hard way. Yeah. I had to learn that the hard way. Uh, there was uh, many occasions where, like I say, there are people that that will come in your life, and when they enter into your life, they're decreasing you as they go. They came in with a negative uh, tone about you, a negative opinion of you, and if you will continue to allow those negative opinions to be in your ear gates, you will be affected by it. You will be affected by what a person thinks about you. You will be affected by what a person, how a person feels about you. You have to go into every situation knowing who you are before you enter into the situation. If you don't go in that way, then a person's opinion will affect your whole life. And so I encourage you, as Erica has as well, to just love on yourself, not loving on yourself to the point where nobody else has a a, a room to get in, but loving on yourself to the point where you have something to offer somebody else. Anaya, you have many uh, peers that perhaps are listening to you on today, and if you had a final word to, to give them before we go to our next song, what would you tell them, Anaya?
8: I would tell them just to embrace themselves to the fullest because we don't have long on this earth. So make sure you give yourself the love that you need and deserve before we leave. (laughs) You sound like anybody's
6: grandma, little girl. You do not sound like a 10 year old child. (laughs) Thank you so much, Erica. Before we go to the song, would you please share with them one more time how they can get the book and give them the book title again, please? Uh,
7: My book is on Amazon. It is called Embracing the Kinks. Just type it in the search bar, and it will lead you straight to it.
6: Thank you. The book author is Erica Butler, Embracing the Kinks, and you can get it on Amazon. Uh, Erica, we thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much, Anaya. And uh, uh, don't go away, uh, radio listeners. We still have an hour to go. And what we're going to do, we're going to piggyback on last week's show. When we come back after the song, we're going to go back and talk about prayer. Because Erica touched on that. She said her faith got her where she is. And her faith meaning she had to become a woman of prayer to pray through some things. Because situations are going to come. Okay, when we come back, are we going to talk about prayer? We thank Erica and Anaya for being on the show today Please listen, don't go away We're coming back and we're going to talk about prayer God bless you all Pastor Chris, we'll have that song now It's Saturday's,
5: Saturday's Buffet, Saturday. with Buffet With Sister, Sister Lorianne Lori
0: Brown. Brown Right now on TPV Radio
1: Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Listen, you're listening to the Stomach Voice Radio Walk with me, let's go my testimony everybody how God favored me in spite of my enemy and if God did it for me he'll do the same thing for you don't worry about your haters your haters can't do nothing with you listen to these words love, love is patient,
2: is patient love, love is kind, is
4: kind.
2: Love, love is felt most
4: when it's genuine, genuine. I had a whole lot of people in my life who
1: abused my love. They manipulated it
4: and took the strength of it and tried to misuse it. But I can't help
1: but to give God glory today when I think about all I've been through.
4: And I still came
1: out on the winning side. And I, know I don't know about you, but I know that, that he favored me. me because, because my enemies my
4: enemy mm, try.
1: they did try.
4: They Sing it, y'all. Over but they couldn't triumph over and they Cause try and me. Because greater is he that is in they me than he that's in the world.
1: That's what they did. That's what they did. They told, they told a God whole lot of lies. But God favored me. My character. My, character my, my integrity. My faith in God. He saved
4: me. But it would not fall. Wouldn't bend will not Don't compromise. Don't compromise.
1: God, saved me. God saved me. I spoke life and, and prosperity. I even spoke health.
4: He favored me. They whispered,
1: they whispered about me fire. They conspired against they me They told a whole lot I of lies on me. me But God saved my in me character, my, integrity. my character My integrity. My faith in God, God. Faith He saved me will It Will not fall Will not, not going Won't compromise Won't compromise God me. I seek life I speak prosperity And, prosperity, and I seek health My character, my integrity, integrity. everything was in question, but he's changing me, I promised him that I wouldn't compromise, although I was going through, and I spoke life, and I spoke prosperity. But I want you to know tonight you got me In your trial, in your test, in your hard time Don't worry, attack your character Attack your integrity Don't worry, no, no Touch your neighbor, encourage the person next to you Tell them I got it, tell them I got it
0: Saturday's buffet Saturday with buffet. Sister Lorianne Brown right now on TPV Radio.
6: Thank you, everyone, for coming back. Uh, we're grateful that we had Erica and Anaya Butler on today, uh, dealing with Erica's book, uh, Embracing the Kinks, and what a an, um, wealth of information. Uh, Erica and Anaya shared with us on today. Uh, I am grateful for um, their flavor on today on the buffet. Uh, we're going to switch gears now. Um, we've been talking about prayer for two weeks, and um, and I'm sorry. I, I, got, I got on the show today, and I didn't uh, give a word for uh, Roberta. Roberta had a catering job she was involved in today, so we don't have her on with us. But she said if she got finished, she would come on, and I'm hoping that she will come on because uh, Roberta, as I've uh, told you time and time again, is um, a person of prayer. Uh, She's a woman that – I didn't hear you. Hello? She is a person um, of prayer, and she is one that I know that is faithful uh, in prayer. Uh, anytime you take uh, concerns to Roberta, uh, she's not the type of person to um, uh, just um, uh, just use a lot of empty words. She's one that will say, let's pray about it. I can remember um, I had this strange uh, situation that was going on in my head. There was something, there was some activity. It wasn't pain. It was just movement, uh, I'll call it. It's been a while ago now, so I may not be remembering it. Uh, the way I need to But there was something going on In um, in my head And uh, I had gone to uh, people That I considered to be Printer warriors And I had asked them to lay hands on my head And pray for me And they did as I asked But the the situation never changed And I had gone to about Three people for this head issue And so one day I walked in Roberta's house and she looked at me, and she said, Brown, what's wrong? And I said, I got this thing going on in my head. She was, she was at her kitchen sink washing dishes. That woman of God dried her hands and came towards me. I didn't ask her to pray. She didn't ask me if I wanted her to pray. She just asked me what, because I guess she could see on my face that something was disturbing me. And she dried her hands and wiped them on her, on her apron, and she came towards me. And she immediately began to pray. And she didn't, she didn't do those long, drawn-out prayers and, and laboring prayers. She simply petitioned God for my head. And when she took her hands off of me, that situation in my head left my body, and it has never returned. And so I, I know her time and time and time again from that. So I, I was hoping that she would be on with us today today. Because I call prayer her baby. But anyway, um, many of you uh, who are listening on today have situations. And like I said, we've been talking about this prayer uh, 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 method for two weeks now. And every time we get off the uh, line uh, dealing with prayer, I always tell Roberta, I feel like we need to go back next week because we're not done. But Pastor Little was on last week. And Pastor Little said something And I think we kind of skimmed over it. And so on on, uh, Sunday, I was having a conversation with Pastor Little, and I went back to what he said. And I want to bring it back to you on today. Uh, Pastor Little said, don't start a storm in a storm. And so when he said it, I didn't quite get it. So when I talked to him on Sunday, he was saying, sometimes we have situations going on in our lives that we're perhaps praying about. And they're, they're heavy, they're weighty situations, and they're weighing us down, and we're really troubled by it. And if we're not careful, we'll start a storm in the midst of a storm. And what he meant by that is instead of waiting on God to answer that prayer to help us out of that situation, we'll turn to some things. We'll turn to alcohol. That's starting a storm in the midst of a storm. Because when we turn to alcohol in that um Storm. A lot of times, we become dependent upon alcohol to kind of help us get through that, that storm. And alcohol is never now. Sometimes it is never a remedy for uh, making a storm pass. It can it can it can maybe uh, soothe a few minutes of it by kind of taking your mind off of it, or it may be a distraction in your storm but it cannot cure your storm. It, cannot, it can never be an answer for your storm. So he was saying don't add a storm to your storm because adding a storm to a storm really makes your storm worse. So another, another area that we sometimes add, uh, we add another person to the storm. Let's take, for instance, we're having um, bad relationships as far as our marriages are concerned. If we add another person, As far as uh, getting into another relationship, that will not, and I repeat, that will not make our relationship with our spouses better. It will hinder the healing of our relationships. It is not of God to add another person to our relationship, our marriages. It is not of God to add that that person that will become um, an extramarital relationship. That would never work. Now, I'm not saying you can't have friends in your storm, but if you go and add an extramarital relationship, you've just made uh, a storm in the midst of your storm. Another uh, situation, sometimes I was this type of person. When something was eating me or something was bothering me, I ate my way through it. So I became obese because I every time something troubled me, I went to the ice cream, I went to cookies, I went to cake, I went to candy, I went to soft drinks, and I I medicated myself. That's a good word. I medicated myself with food. Food became my comfort. Food became my comforter. And how many know that God gave us a comforter called the Holy Spirit? He never gave us cookies and candies and cakes to be our comforter. We call it comfort food. But if you do those types of food in excess, they're going to create a storm in your storm, and that storm is going to be called obesity. Obesity all by itself is a storm. And when we get into that area, then we're going to start to stir into sicknesses because obesity has with it high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, a lot of the, the different ailments that um, uh, people suffer from, It's because of the things that they're throwing in their mouth, in their storm, trying to soothe a bad situation. So I wanted to to get you in the mindset where you understood what Pastor Little was saying on last week. Don't add a storm to a storm. Prayer is the key to our situation. So when we find ourselves in bad situations, become people that will pray and ask God for help. I was the type of person who would pray a prayer, an honest prayer, and then before God would answer that prayer, I would basically uh, interfere. That's a good word. I would interfere. If you haven't gathered it by now, I'm a word person. I like words. I like words because words make it clear what you're trying to relate. I like that word. I was medicating myself with food. And I was distracting myself with other storms that I was adding to my life. And I was getting in God's way. I was blocking my own blessing from getting out of the storms that I was in because I was trying to assist God. (laughs) Another good word. I was trying to assist God in healing me and taking care of my situation. If you don't know by now, I need to probably help you know, God does not need our assistance. God does not need our assistance. He doesn't need help to heal our bodies. He doesn't need help to mend our brokenness. God does not need our assistance. God does not need to know what time it is, because that was another thing that I became good at. Looking at my watch Telling God what time it was I prayed at 7 o'clock God, it's 7.15 Why haven't you answered my prayer? God does not need Our assistance God does not need our help And God does not need to know what time it is My job Your job Our job As people of God Is to pray To ask God And to wait, to wait upon him to answer Not to encourage him to do it at a timely manner Not to tell him what time to do it Just to wait upon him He knows everything He knows when He knows how And all we have to do is pray an honest prayer Another situation When we're in the storm And we're trying to help God out Sometimes when we're in the storm, we ask God for help. We ask him twice. And if we're really stretching ourselves, we might pray the prayer three times. Once we ask God, if he does not answer in the three times that we ask, we decide another good word. We decide to ourselves, well, maybe he's not going to answer. My Lord. If we had the answer for ourselves, I'm just one to believe we never would have asked God for help. So since we don't have the answer, and we're asking the one that we believe does have the answer, why don't we just be still and wait on the Lord? I believe that Psalm 20. I believe that Psalm 27 that says, "Wait on the Lord." And again, I say, wait. Does that not make you wonder why the Bible tells us to wait and then goes back and says a second time? Do you think it would have anything to do with the fact that God knew that we were impatient and that we wouldn't want to wait? Let's, let, let's look at the scripture for a minute. I don't do this too often because people have gotten a little bit scriptured out. And I don't, I don't, not that I'm saying that the word of God is, is of non-effect, no, not by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying a lot of times when you talk to people, if you bring the word of God into play, you'll turn them off because they have gotten to a place now they need to see more action than they need to see uh, our words. But in the Bible, we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. If we look at that first verse, it tells us that we have seasons in this life. There are seasons in this life. It says, to everything, there is a season. In other words, to everything in our life, there's a time for it. And a time to every purpose under the heavens. So if we pray to God, we're praying in season. but there's a time. Do we have that time? No. God does. And every time God blesses our life, and remember last week He told us that He was the God of a rapid turnaround. So what rapidly what makes our turnaround rapid is when we pray the prayer of faith, when we pray the prayer of the hour. Who helps us do that? Do I read a book and find that that wisdom and knowledge? No, but the Holy Spirit of God knows. He knows right well with God, He knows everything that we would ever need to know in this life. So if we stay led by the spirit of God, he'll lead us when to do, what to do, how to do, and the manifestation will come quickly. Let's look at verse 2. There's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. So think about the farmer. We we had Pastor Little on last week, and I told you he's a farmer to his heart. Think about the farmer. The farmer does not go out in December and till his land and plant his seed. Why doesn't he do that, Saint? Because the farmer has knowledge and wisdom to know. If he plants a seed in December, especially here in Michigan, it will freeze and he will never benefit, have the benefit of having a harvest. So the farmer knows that in uh, mid, late April, he plants. He tills his land, he fertilizes his land, and he plants. And May, he looks for the manifestation of what he plants. Will it be full grown in May? No, it won't. But it'll be a young, tender plant. And so we can take from the farmer. We can learn how, from the Holy Spirit, how to plant a seed in due season. Look at verse 4. There's a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. There are some things in our life, and we learn these things through praying to God, asking God for direction, asking God to lead us, asking God to guide us. He'll show us these times that we need to adhere to. He'll show us when it's time to kill something. He'll show us when it's time to heal something or to be healed from something. He'll show us when it's time to break some things down. He'll show us when it's time that we build some things up. Verse 4 says, there's a time that we should weep, and there's a time when we should laugh, a time when we should mourn, and a time when we should dance. These times are kept in the archives of God's hand, not our own. God, through his precious Holy Spirit, wants to lead us because he wants us to be in step with him. He wants us to walk. Led of the spirit With our eyes wide open with our, with our walk in wisdom And knowledge and understanding Not just walk around full of words That mean nothing to us Because if the word means nothing to me If I display it to you It'll be just as empty coming out of my mouth And it'll hit your spirit empty So God wants to lead us In the word When he gives us the experience To share that word With conviction we want to talk about what is the benefit from me praying. I prayed already, but did you pray a prayer of faith, or did you just pray a prayer of words? Verse 5 says, there is a time to cast away stones. There's a time to quit fighting this physical fight, and there's a time when you need to get into the realm of the spirit and fight in the realm of the spirit. I'm going to put a pen right there. and I'm going to give you a situation that I had when I was raising my children, which was many, many, many years ago. My daughter uh, was dating a young man, and I won't uh, call his name. I won't even tell which daughter it was, but she was dating a young man, and through him and his family, they were controlling her. They were controlling her movements, and every Sunday, they felt like she should be with them, their family. She should be at dinner with them, and I remember asking her once, Why is it that every Sunday they want you to go to dinner with them? And she says, because, Mom, they are a family that believe in being together. I said, so are we. So I knew that that was a losing battle for me as far as physically talking to my daughter about not doing that. Because she had gotten to a place where she was enjoying those dinners on Sunday and the other gatherings that they were having. So one Monday morning, I got up, and I stood in my floor. And I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, if this relationship that my daughter is having is not of you, I demand today that it be cut off at the root. Anybody knows that if you cut a thing off at the root, you kill it. It's dead. Well, I want you to know that that day, not the next day, not three days later, but that day. My daughter came home from school that day she was a little upset. And I said, what's wrong? And she said that her and the young man had broke up. And I was like, okay. So I waited in my physical self for that breakup. We've all had breakups before. We break up on Monday. We're back together on Wednesday, if not Tuesday. And on and on and on it goes. That relationship has never come back together. That daughter is now married, happily married, and that young man is also happily married, and they are not married to each other. That relationship was toxic to me. And so I asked God if it was not his will that it be cut off. So many of you um, have children and family members in your families who are in toxic relationships, relationships that are full of poison. And they're going nowhere fast I encourage you To get off your soapbox And to get on your knees And to ask God Pray an honest prayer And say Lord if this relationship That my son, my brother, my daughter My father, my mother Is having is not of you I pray it be cut off In the name of Jesus And if you pray that prayer by faith It shall come to pass Going back to the scripture we're on verse 5, talking about casting away stones, talking about having a physical fights and not spiritual warfare. It says, and a time to gather stones together. It's a time to fight, and it's a time not to fight. But then it goes on to say there's a time to embrace, and I believe that we need to learn how to embrace even more often because embracing signifies and gives us the um, the, uh, the 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 tone of showing love love towards one another To embrace a person, to me, is to show love So there's a time to fight, but there's a time to show love There's a time to embrace And a time to refrain from embracing And So you say, so there's a time when you don't show love Well, God, let's think about the pig Let's pin it again, let's think about the pig The pig, no matter how kind you be to the pig no no matter how um no matter how much you uh clean him up, as soon as you let him go again, he's gonna run right back out and, and, and jump in the mud, right? So what sense does it make? The Bible says don't give your pearls to the swine. Why show why spend your time uh giving love to a person that no matter how much love you show them will never will never embrace you back. will never receive that love from you. So don't don't throw um Don't try to throw your love to someone that don't want it, okay? Verse 6 says, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit has he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? A time to love and a time for war and a time for peace. I believe that we need to seek more peace. Seek more love, seek more, less war, less hatred, less malice, less meanness. This world is full of that today. We need to start trying to come together uh, and band ourselves together as a people. Uh, This is not a black and white issue. This is not a gray area. This is something we need to work on. Um, Listen, we need to come together as a people. We need to become more uh, adhesive, uh, a group of people where we do things to uh, encourage each other and balance each other. Um, uh, uh, Roberta, um, have you come on yet? Roberta, have you come on yet? Okay, I thought that uh, Roberta was here. But anyway... um, if Roberta, Roberta, if you come on, just feel free to uh, let me know you're here. All right. Um, we have to uh, go. Let's let's go to a song, uh, and I'll, perhaps I'll reach out to Roberta and see if she's ready to come on. Uh, uh, Sister Nisi, can can we get a song now, please?
11: I would like you to help me just welcome this great worshiper by the name of Jekyll and Coll.
0: with Sister Lorianne Brown
4: Brown. right now on
0: TPV Radio. Uh,
6: Yes. Yes, somebody ought to tell God yes. As we were waiting to come back um, to wrap this up and put a nice little bow on it, I'm looking at Mark chapter 11 uh, to 22nd verse The latter part of that verse is have faith in God, have faith in God. When we are praying, and that's what we want to encourage uh, each one of our listeners to do on today, to not try and handle situations on their own, in their own strength, but that they will seek God in prayer. There are some weighty matters that that come in our lives. Uh, I can remember uh, several uh, times where I was, um, pressed, hard pressed, I should say, uh, my back against the wall and not knowing um, what to do. Uh, I remember once uh, being in my kitchen, having some situations that I was trying to smoke and drink my way out of, and I was building storms inside of my storms, and I was standing there uh, on my phone, and I was talking to a man who has uh, now passed passed away. And he was telling me to um, hold on. And I remember sliding down the wall and my bottom hitting the floor. And knowing when I got to the floor of uh, of my kitchen that I could have just simply just lost my mind. That the enemy that was against me, that was pressing me, his whole design in that kitchen that day, For me to just totally break down and lose my mind. But it was the word of God, my faith in God, and God's Holy Spirit holding me and keeping me together in a time where I was falling apart. That I am here today and I'm not in some home or in some institution not knowing what today is or what my name is. And I want—I know that there are people who are listening to me who have the weight, who, what feels like the weight of the world on their shoulders. And you want, you, I don't want to come before you on Saturday Buffet and not serve you a meal that sustains your life. And if I haven't said anything else to you today, I want to have, be able to encourage you From the 22nd verse of Mark chapter 11, the latter part of that verse, I'll call it the B part, where it says, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, and that's what you're facing when you're facing your trials and your tribulations and your troubles and your situations, they're mountains. What do you say to that mountain? You know you can't climb it. You know you can't, you don't have the strength to go around it. You know you can't tunnel underneath it. What do you say to that mountain? Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. The scripture says, He shall have. Whatsoever he said. So if you say to that mountain, be moved, be cast into the sea, and you don't have doubt and unbelief in your heart, the Bible says you have it. Therefore, I say to you, we're looking at the 24th verse now. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray. Pray that ye receive them, and ye, in other words, you, shall have them. And when you stand praying, God is giving us a condition of prayer. See, we just can't pray a prayer to God in any condition or position in life. We can't go to God saying, like, I've got it going on and you're at my beck and call God. No, that's the wrong uh, position to be in. That's not how we, we speak to God. But And when you pray, stand praying, forgive. Forgive who? Forgive God? No. Forgive those that you have ought against. If you have ought against anyone, uh, that your Father also, which is in heaven, will forgive you and your trespass. You know, sometimes we like to say, well, I didn't do anything. Yes, we did. If I didn't do anything to the individual that offended me, I did something in my life that I need God to forgive me from. and Anytime I need God to forgive me, the criteria for being forgiven is to forgive. That's the that's the weightiness of, of uh, not forgiving is you're not going to be forgiven. Because whatever we're willing to give out to others, God says that's what you want. Because if you didn't want it, you wouldn't give it out. Because we already know we're going to reap whatever we sow. But 26 says, but if you do not forgive, because so, we don't, God doesn't make us do it. He encourages us to do it. He asks, us, he asks us to do it. But he says, if you choose not to forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. That's a little too expensive for me. And you may be able to afford that. But I can't afford to not have God forgive me because I haven't yet stopped messing up. I still tell a lie. I still do some things wrong. I still have selfishness in my heart sometimes. I still um I still gossip sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, i just have to be real with you. I still I still talk about stuff that ain't none of my business. So ain't that gossip? I still say, girl that you know, child that you hit that?" I still do that. I don't like it. <laughs> I find myself doing it. It's called one John one nine. I repent from it. I turn from it, but I still find myself in error. So I don't know about you. But I can't afford to have God not forgive me. So I have to forgive. I have to have God's help. I have to have God to correct me through His Holy Spirit. I do. And you say, well, I don't lie. So you're telling me when your income tax time comes and they say, Especially, no, let me go, let's don't mess with income tax. Let's mess with unemployment. So that's where, where we really are, are apt to say non truth. okay? Um, we have um, that time when the uh, Marvin comes on he said, did you look for work today? And we know we ain't left the living room couch. And we say, yes, Marvin, I did look for work. That's a lie, Saint. And the system is set up where if we didn't say those things, we wouldn't get our money. So we all do things that are not just. We all do things that are not quite right. Sometimes, I don't do this one, but I'm thankful to God that I don't. Sometimes we go to the grocery store, and we get we get to the uh, car, and there's a bag of potatoes underneath our car, and we realize we didn't pay for those potatoes. Do we take them back in the store? We know we didn't pay for them, so we know those potatoes don't belong to us. Or do we put them in the car and take them home? And we call it, I'm lucky today. So I say unto you, if you want God to forgive you, you have to forgive. It's a must that you forgive. If you want God forgive you. And I need it. I have to have it. So I forgive. I let go. Um, I encourage you that wherever you are in your life, whatever situation you are facing in your life, that you forgive those that despitefully misuse you, that you let go of those things that keep ensnaring you, keep entangling you, keep holding you back, keep pressing you down in your walk. God gave us a walk of freedom, of love, of mercy, of grace. And all of these things that God has given us, he told us, he says, I also gave you a gift of reconciliation. You can be reconciled to others no matter what they've done to you. There's no such thing as I can't forgive. There is a such thing as I choose not to or I will not. I'm looking at a man out the window right now. I can't get to him right now because I'm on the radio with you. I'm looking at a man right now that I need to talk to today. Because some kind of way he misunderstood something that I said. He's my uncle. And he misunderstood something that I said. He thought that I didn't, or something that I didn't say. He thought that I didn't speak to him. And he's he's um, hot water mad at me. Because he, he he's going around saying I didn't speak to him. But I in my heart, I did. So I said, today is going to be the day I'm going to correct that. Today is going to be the day that I go to him. I can't get to him right now. I wish I could, but I can't. I'm going to go to him today, and I'm going to say, Uncle, you misunderstood. I did speak to you. Perhaps you didn't hear me. But I can stand over here where I'm at and, and feel like, well, I did speak to him, so he don't want me to do me. Okay, fine. No. No. He may not be operating out of the spirit of reconciliation, but I am. I am because God has blessed my life to reconcile because I need him to forgive me right now i'm not in the wrong i did do the right thing with my uncle but there are days when i need god to 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 look over to look over my foolishness and to and to bring me back to a right place with him so i don't play around with my relationship with god and i'm not going to allow my uncle's pettiness to stand in the way of my relationship with god because when you don't have a right relationship with the people that you walk around with every day it messes and tampers with your relationship with an almighty God. That's too great of a price to pay. That's too great of a price to pay. So we need to keep these everyday situations at bay, under control, because God gave us the ability to control that. I have the ability when I'm with my husband to be nice to him. I can can be mean to him. But at the end of the day, it's God-pleased. This, when I stand before the Lord, will he say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You were mean to your husband, but you were good to the community. You passed out food. You gave out fruit baskets. But you was mean as a dusty-eyed dog to your husband. You didn't fix your husband breakfast. And when you dropped this biscuit on the floor, you dusted the dirt off and throwed it on his plate. And you said, oh, well, whatever. But then when you went to the food kitchen, you made sure to put gloves on. You made sure to wash your hand, daughter. I saw all of that. Well done, my daughter. You were good to everybody except your husband. No, he's not going to say that, Saint. No, my first test is those that are are closest to me. Husbands, wives, children. Now, there's a time to say no to these people that are close to us. But there are times when God wants us to, to love the hell out of them. Because some people are full of hell. Some people are full of evil. And God wants us to have enough love from him in us where we look past those things and minister to them. And we sometimes have issues with that. Because we want to be kind to everybody else except those that are in our bosom. Those that we lay next to at night. I've been there. I did that. And I'm still working through it. I'm still working through having a kind answer for my husband sometimes when he's irritated me. Yeah, I'm still working through that. I'm still having uh, issues with my children are irritating me, and I'm having to still mother them with love. I'm working through those things. I am a work in progress. I am not a done deal. But I pray, and I ask God for help. I ask God to teach me, to mold me, to shape me, to fill me with his love. To give me opportunities where I can display these things. Because that's the only way people are going to see God on the earth. He see, They see God on the earth through us. So when we're full of hell and meanness and malice and backbiting and backstabbing, that does not show them God. That shows them us without God. Prayer. Pray, saints. Pray about everything. Pray about uh being a good wife. Pray about being a good cook. I was a terrible cook when I first married my husband. <laughs> it was embarrassing what I fed my family. It was it was ridiculous the things that I gave. I remember one meal I cooked for them. Lord help me Jesus. I had fixed cabbage. I don't know what else I fixed. I had so much grease in the cabbage that when you pick the cabbage up, what juice Hot liquor didn't come from the spoon. It was just all grease. That was terrible. But I didn't know any better. But I prayed. I said, God, help me to be able to provide a a decent meal for my family. And I'm not an excellent cook, but you can eat my food now. And there were other areas that I I came short in. I was quick-tempered at a young age. Very quick, temper, And I I asked God to help me because I wanted to be a person that was bold. And I got boldness mixed up with meanness. Go figure. I got boldness mixed up with meanness. And I was more mean at times than I was bold. I wanted to be that person that stood up for myself because I had cowered down so long. I had cowered down and I had uh, took so much. And I wanted to stand up. And in my desire to stand up, I didn't allow God to work it in me. I worked it in myself, and I got it all wrong. I wanted to be humble at the end of the day. I wanted to be kind. I wanted to be meek. I wanted to be a loving person. And I was getting it all wrong because I was asking God for it, and then I was trying to make it happen in myself. And somebody taught me to pray. Somebody taught me to ask God and wait on him, wait on him. And again, I say, wait, you say, well, I have a whole basket full of issues. I have a lot of things going on. I don't have just one or two. I've got a a great deal of things happening. I say to you, take it a day at a time and a step at a time. Don't try to do it all at once because it's going to overwhelm you it's going to make you feel like a total loser. So don't try to do it all at once. There's a song that I I asked uh, Sister Nisi to play. Um, I I hope that she's prepared to play it. Um, We're going to stop a few minutes and allow for the song. Sister Nisi, do you have Take Me to the King by Kamala Manns ready to go? Because that's the answer right there. That's the answer. In prayer, you take your concerns and your troubles, the king. Who is the king? God is the king. Take your prayer to the king and leave your prayer concerns with the king and wait for the king to answer, to heal, to deliver, to set free. Quit trying to do things in your own strength. You're not able to do them. If you were able to do the necessary things, you never would have needed a God. You need God. Can we take it to the King, Sister <laughs>
4: of you I'm trying to pray but where Cry, even if I
0: With Sister Lorianne Brown. Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Um,
6: hey family. Um, During the break I was able to go out and, and uh, speak with my uncle. <laughs> and uh, it's amazing um, what you can do in a few minutes. I did apologize to him for, for the misunderstanding. Got that thing straight. So I encourage you. As my final words to you today, what's important to you? Uh, Is it important to you to be right or to make a wrong situation right or restored? It was important to me that my uncle has the right perception of me. It was important to me that my uncle see God in me. Uh, We both were brought to tears tears just with the uh, repentant um, apology that uh, was offered to him on today. And um, I'm just grateful to God for bringing him to the house for the subject matter on today, for leading me to go out and have a word with him, uh, for being able to come back and share with you that we've got victory in that area. Um, I'm not sure if Sister Nisi has announcements, but um, uh, uh, Sister Neese, if you have announcements, please feel free to come on and uh, do your announcements, greet the people. If you want to share a word about forgiveness or prayer, uh, feel free at this time. I'm good, I'm done. Sister Nisi, are you there? Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, um forgiveness is a powerful tool. It not only um takes the burden off of the person that you forgive, but in more I'm so, here. I'm a, okay.
11: Okay, it takes a burden <laughs> I'm off of here. Go ahead, sister Niki. <laughs> I am so sorry, family and friends. I'm trying to to control the board for Sister Lorraine today. My husband is at work. You know, it's, it's not new to me but it's still new to me. Um I really don't have any announcement besides we might be welcoming a new host in the coming future, Mr. Trey. He's bringing something totally different again family and friends if you listen not just to Sister Lorraine Buffett show but the other shows that we have on the platform, you'll see that all of us have something different. Me myself have not done a show in a while. Um I went back out to work as well. So we all bring something different family and friends. So we we have something we have something to fill the soul of everybody.
10: We have mm-hmm. something
11: that we say that will touch everybody on our platform. You know, we're not afraid we don't want you to be afraid. And like Sister Lorraine said, you know, forgiveness is a big thing. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it starts with not not just forgiving who hurt us, but forgiving ourselves. See, sometimes someone, yeah. we have to start with forgiving ourselves before we move forward with anything else. You know, sometimes we the thing think and not realize that we're the one that's doing wrong. You know hmm. our our head is blown so big, you know that we are not seeing <laughs> the things that we're doing wrong, and we just pointing and everybody else and like you're wrong, you're wrong. But what about yourself? Right. What about yourself? Sometimes we need to step back and look in the mirror and look at that self image, not just asking what's wrong with me, but what am I doing wrong? And if you can't hmm. see that you're still not doing something right and it's wrong, take it to God. Ask God to show Amen. you. He, he would reveal things. Family so and friends, God would reveal things to you that would blow your mind, that you would never talk. He would show you mm-hmm. where you're wrong. He would show you where you need to pick up yourself. Family so and your friends, mm-hmm. we are in the month of September. Um, I think, what's next month? Next month is what? Domestic violence? October. Breast cancer? October, domestic violence. And family and friends, we all share our stories. And I know, not to um think, but for Sister Deanne, that's going to be her big month, Victory Over the weights of life. life is her show. You know, don't matter what, what I want to say is, don't matter what you're going through. Don't matter what you're going through. Don't matter how hard you think it is. Give it mm-hmm. to God. Give it to God, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like how Sister Lorraine was saying, you know, we can't take it to God and, and try to do it ourselves. You see, when we, when we mm-hmm. get these burdens on us, sometimes we take it to God, and yes, we do get impatient, but what we forget is that our God that we serve, our God that we believe in, our God that we have faith in is always an anti-God. See, family and friends, when we take it to him, it's not the right time. See, sometimes we put ourselves in a situation or we end up in a situation that we ask God to take us out of. And because he doesn't take us out of it doesn't mean that he doesn't love us. Sometimes it could simply mean that we have not learned our lesson yet.
4: We Mm -hmm. have not
11: learned our lesson yet. Because, see, sometimes God takes us out of things, and we end up in the same or the similar situation. And then when we get there, we ask God to take us out again. See, when he does that on our time and he takes us out of these situations, on our time, like Sister Lorraine said, what's the sense to have a God? It's Mm -hmm. taking us out out of it, but it's not the right time, family and friends. Be patient, stand still, Mm -hmm. hold your peace, keep your faith (laughs) because he's always on time, family and friends. He is always on time. He know when it's the right time for us, even though we feel. Family and friends, man, listen. (laughs) <laughs> I've taken it to God, I've taken it to God, I've taken it to God, and he, he ain't doing nothing. Why, why, why should I continue believing? Or why should I continue having faith? And I speak of this because I personally was there. I personally was there. I was in an abusive relationship. Pray, God ain't take me up. God ain't not take me up. And I, I stopped believing. And I said, man, I ain't got time for this. And I tried to do it myself. I told me my friend, I got out of it. And guess what? I end back up with the same person in the same situation. Hmm. because I did it on my own.
4: Yeah. I did
11: it on my own, and I did not allow God to move me. See, sometimes we want to move. Sometimes we move without God moving us. See, when we move without God moving us, it don't get us too far. But mm-hmm. if you stand still, you know, it's like, Sister Lauren is like, we in a race, and we waiting for that, you know, that gunshot to go after. We We have all this hype, and we waiting, and we waiting, and it's like, man, they going to ever fire off this gun. But see, mm-hmm. family and friends, when we're waiting and we're ready and we're anxious and we go before time, you get disqualified. But see, when we're mm-hmm. waiting and mm-hmm. God fire off that shot because it was the right time on any race, family and friends, once we have God, and I'm not talking about having God in our back pocket for when we need Him, right. but having right. Him there in our, in our heart, heart, in our viewing, everything, every step, every movement we do. And family so and friends, I like what Sister Lorraine said today. She is not perfect. She is still mm-hmm. battling some demons. Family so and friends, yes, I'm a pastor wife and I'm a minister. And I, I understand everything that Sister Lorraine is saying because I've felt that way toward with my husband. I've felt that way toward my kids. Like, oh my gosh, why did I have kids? <laughs> and I have to repent Because I mm-hmm. remember when mm-hmm. I couldn't have kids When they tell me I couldn't right. have kids I tried the medication I tried everything the doctor said and they said you just can't have kids
4: mm-hmm. And you know what
11: I did for me, my friend I gave up trying to it my way yeah. I gave up trying to it my way I stepped back And I stand still And God has blessed me with two beautiful girls Amen. To. You know, so it don't matter, family and friends, what we're going through. Take it to the foot of the cross. Two. When you take it there, do not leave it. walk away with any piece of it. Leave it. Amen. Give it, to him. Amen. Give it Amen. to him. Unto God, you give it to him and you leave it there. You put it to the foot of the cross because anything that we're going through, family and friends, anything that we think that is not of right, in God, he would make it possible, any impossible, he shall make it possible for for us to move forth in his victory. Not ours, but in his victory, family and friends. Sister Lorraine, you know me. Yeah. I could talk and talk and talk. Yeah. You know, I could oh,
6: go do, on. We're done. My show is over.
11: <laughs> <laughs> we could go on and show and over. On. God bless and you. Yes, but family and friends, you know. I want to piggyback a little bit on the interview you was doing. I, I Like I said, you know, I was doing it just so I was listening. And okay. For our young females and males, our mothers out there, I heard mm-hmm. everything, but I didn't hear nothing about self-respect. Oh, wow. Self-respect. Okay. Yeah. And I wanted to piggyback on it because, see, we, we people of color, People of mixture. When I mean mixed, we have, you know, interracial relationships
4: mm-hmm, have mm-hmm.
11: to this world. Teach your kids how to respect themselves. Yes. And the reason I say this is because we raise our kids, we raise them how to turn our back on people that's being mean to us, how to deal with these, these things, but we don't teach them how to respect themselves. See, If you teach a right. child, this is what I'm teaching my girls. Because I have girls, and I'm teaching them not just as a woman, but as a human being. You respect yourself. Mm-hmm. See, when you when we teach our kids to respect themselves, and to mm-hmm. me, if we teach our kids to respect themselves, they would not have any bullying. They would not have a, a lot of things that we're we're putting up with in this world today that we live in. Because right. if you teach them how to respect yourself, see, once you respect yourself. You can teach somebody else how to respect you That's because true. you're respecting mm-hmm. yourself. So now everybody mm-hmm. respects themselves. They're going to they're gonna treat anybody that interacts or pass through their life with respect because I respect mm-hmm. me. Right. So family and friends, I just wanted to piggyback on that, you know, like teach your kids to respect themselves. Teach them That's that good. they don't have to lower their selves. They don't have to lower their standards. They don't have to lower mm-hmm. their mindset to fit in with anybody. You are beautiful. You are intelligent. You are smart. You are excellent. You are above all. Teach your kids. Take them to the mirror tell them, I, 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 my 10-year-old, sometimes she has a little issue like she don't feel like she's pretty. And I take up to the mirror and I say, look at you. You're smart. You're beautiful. You're intelligent. You're God's gift, not only to me, but this earth. Right. We right. have to teach them. Take, take take, them to the mirror. Take them to the mirror. I don't have that with my four-year-old because Sister Lauren, she said, I'm cute. I am beautiful. I am three <laughs> <laughs> This is my four year old. So I have no problem there. Or
6: oh, my the 10 problem. year
11: old. Yeah. Yes. But my 10 year old, and she's getting older. She's getting mature. You know, in the next eight years, she'll be graduating from high school. You know, um, I got to teach her to prepare for herself. Right. Sometimes I talk harsh to my kids. My sisters mm-hmm. don't agree.
4: Mm-hmm.
11: It's not that I don't love my kids, but I'm preparing them right. for that world. Because the world you grew up in, the generation you grew hmm. up into, the generation I grew up into, the generation they're growing up in—it's a shock. It's a shock wall out there. That's true. When we let That's our true. kids go, they're they're in the open sea. Hmm. But if you don't show them how to protect themselves, and sometimes you have to show them how to bob and weave, you got to show true. them how to bob and weave and survive. <laughs> and when we teach our kids then that. It's, it's okay. Again, yeah. my 10 year old, she's not a, she's very passive. You you have, she's one of those that we call the dangerous kind of kids because you, you got to build her up for her to react. She's the one that keeps everything in. You know, she'll talk, but she wouldn't really talk. She, she'll she be upset, but you would never know because she shows no facial expression that she's upset or anything like that. She'll be like, okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> So I try to break her out of the shell. You need to talk. I'm here. I'm your friend. Mommy mm-hmm. love you. You know, I'm not only your mom, but I'm I'm your friend, but I'm your mother 1st
4: Mm-hmm.
11: My four year old. <laughs> a different story, family and friends. You know yeah. we, we we have a saying that the apple don't fall far from the three, but family and friends I'm here to tell you today the apple have not fall out the three with that four year old. She might look like <laughs> her father, but that's a splitting image of me. Car- uh, character-wise, yeah. besides her telling you she's beautiful, she's the one that would push you out the way and fight her sister battle. She's that. She's she's the aggressive. She's me. Aggressive. I was ready to go at it. Sitting down there, next thing you know, she she has her hand around you and a chokehold. You know, she loves wrestling, so she's very loving, aggressive. And defensive. Sometimes when we have kids like that too, it's a good thing, it's a bad thing. You have to Mm pay yourself with them. And then you have to mold them. Right. We don't want to mold them to become us, but we want to mold them that they could not understand but overstand themselves. To have the respect within themselves, show people how True. you want to be respected.
4: Mhm,
11: mhm. Family and friends, it's been a pleasure.
10: <laughs> yes, I'm
11: it is. Yes, I'm gonna wrap it up with Sister Lorraine. Family and friends, tune in next week Saturday. Don't miss her show. Don't miss her show. Um, can't promise anything, but I might do a show coming up soon. Family and friends. I don't know when I'm going to bring back the grub. Um, I haven't done it in a couple of months, but hopefully it might be something going to work working again. Like I said, I'm working, so it's kind of difficult now. Right. So, yes. See, tell you she's in a mirror. My four-year-old is in a mirror. So family and friends, again, thank you so much. Um, I'll see how much minutes we have to say Lorraine, I'll close up with our son. We don't have any minutes. Wrap- oh, we don't have okay. any minutes. Okay. Okay
0: Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases. Full work with the bylaw.
10: 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.